0: Psalm 27 was what was laid on my heart. So uh, I'm just going to read it. So if you want to follow it in your Bibles, uh, please do so. I'm reading from uh, the NIV version. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle will I sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me, and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, will I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, O God, my Saviour. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. I am still confident of this. I will seek the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I am confident still of this. I will seek the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living." This psalm was written by David. Some say before he was anointed king, others say it is old age, it doesn't really matter when it is a declaration by David of how God has sustained him through times of adversity and how David has a certain hope that God will sustain him in all circumstances of his life whatever they may be whether they be good whether they be bad whether it be one of those times when you're just going along nicely and wondering when the next is going to happen it's an exhortation that God is his sustainer his saviour and his deliverer and that God will never leave him God will never leave him as with all of his psalms or many of his psalms David starts off by recognising who God is and his dependency on him. David was described as the light of Israel but here he acknowledges that the light does not come from himself but is a reflection of the light of God who sustains him. Much as the moon reflects the light of the sun without which it would be a dull, dark, boring planet with the sun's light on it it becomes something that men have strived to reach poets have written poetry about and several books have been based upon the sun, or the moon itself similarly as David and we reflect the light of God to those around us then hopefully those around us see something in us that is exciting and vibrant and alive. Something which will arouse their interest and drive them to want to find out more. And thus, God's kingdom grows. David also recognises that God is his salvation. It is only through faith in a true and living God that he knows the surety of a lifetime relationship. Not only in this world, but also the next, with a God who loves, sustains and protects him in all circumstances. As we know God as our Saviour through the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ, then we too can have that sure and certain hope of a life upheld and guided and directed by him not only in our life on earth, but also in the life to come, as we have the promise of eternal life through Jesus and our faith in him. David goes on to emphasize this in his next statement. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. As David and we put our trust, all of our trust, and our hopes into God's hands, he has promised that he will never leave us or forsake us or burden us with anything more than we can manage, and that he will be with us every step of the way once we accept Jesus as Lord and Saviour. As that wonderful piece of literature, Footprints in the Sand, reminds us, Even in our darkest moments, he will not forsake us. Indeed, in our darkest, darkest moments, not only will he walk with us, but he will pick us up and carry us when our own strength fails until we are ready to resume the walk ourselves. It's no wonder then that David is able to say next, of whom shall I be afraid? Even in the worst of times, and David describes some of these in verses 2 and 3, he knows that God is with him and will look after him. In God's way, God's own way, I might add, which may not be the way we would expect, but will be the best way, because it's God's way and his ways are always best. David now shows his heart's desire, his inmost petition of God. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek. Is it riches and wealth, success in man's eyes, a brand new Mercedes or whatever the equivalent was in those days, an Arabian thoroughbred horse perhaps? More and more land sheep, goats power no it was none of these David knew the most important thing in his life was what he asked for now that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life why? to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. God gives us glimpses of his beauty from time to time. The most obvious example is in the beauty of his creation. Lynn and I were in Wales last week, or the week before even, and saw the beauty of God's creation in two very contrasting ways. At night, there were 70 mile per hour winds, which threatened to blow down trees, and made our caravan rock a little too much on occasions, and whipped the waves on the sea over the rocks and shoreline. Such was the force of God's creation. But within that force, there was also a beauty. During the day, the wind stilled and the sun shone. And on a couple of occasions, we drove out in the countryside of North Wales and saw the amazing variety of greens. Do you realise how many greens and shades and hues of greens there are? And especially at this time of year, as autumn approaches, I've noticed a few trees starting to have their golden and yellow and bronze and, and they look amazing. and the different variety of trees, and shrubs, and flowers, and animals. And as we saw that, we wondered how anyone could think that this beauty all appeared randomly, by chance. We also witnessed two amazing sunsets, with all the variety of reds and pinks and violets and purples, And as it tells us in Genesis 1.13, And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. On the fourth day, of course, he made the stars, and we saw some amazing night skies as well. As if that wasn't enough, we also went to uh, the Blue Planet. So I don't know if any of you have been to it, it's just outside Chester. And uh, the blurb on it says that it houses the largest walk through water tunnel in Europe, possibly the world, where you can walk into the midst of the fish and everything else, and you can look up and see an amazing array of what God created to be under the sea which we don't see, unless we are scuba divers or whatever, or go in submarines. But God wanted to create something for the sea as well. So we had rays, we had sharks. Quite amazing to see a shark about six inches above your head with that double set of teeth that they've got just swimming over. I was very glad to have that uh, six centimetres or millimetres of perspex between me and it, I'll tell you. But they're also the smallest sea anemones. So small some of them they had to put magnifying glass so you could actually see them. To the largest fish. Some of them weighing well over 60 or 70 pounds. All swimming over and around you. We even missed some of our time in Cheshire Oaks shopping mall to stay and wonder at it a little longer. Not too much of a problem for me, but Lynn was a bit more sacrificial about that. Then David acknowledges his dependency on God for his safe keeping. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. When we're in a close, intimate relationship with God we can draw comfort from his presence whatever our circumstances and David acknowledges us, should we that there will be days of trouble we're told several times in the New Testament by Jesus that there will be days of trouble and those of you that know David's story and I'm sure that's most of you will know that David had more than his fair share of trouble. Many of them were of his own making and had seen God's grace and mercy on each occasion. And I'm sure if I ask now for testimony of God's grace in your lives at times of trouble, every one of you would be able to come forward and give them to me, or bring them to mind. David, in verses 7 to 10, acknowledges the dependability of God, if we seek his face. He states that his father or mother may forsake him, which, depend on how you take that, may sound a little harsh, but may just mean that they will grow old and die one day. Or or they're in a different place, a different part of the world, when he needs them. But also, sadly, in some cases, that they turn their backs on him for whatever reason. I have to say that my relationship with my father was not the best. Although we were reconciled before he died. But God will always be there for him even when nobody else is. David then asked God to teach me your way, O Lord. Lead me in a straight path. David here is saying, God, I need you to lead, to teach, to rebuke, and direct my path, because I can't do it on my own. I need your help, please. Much as Paul acknowledges his personal weaknesses in Romans 7 15 to 25, that tongue twister when you're trying to read it out aloud, where Paul acknowledges that whilst he knows it's wrong to sin, sin sometimes wins out anyway. But as David here recognises God's power to save and direct through Jesus Christ as he proclaims, what a wretched man I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. And in Romans 8, 1 to 3, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do is that it was weakened by the sinful nature. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in earth who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the Spirit. In a similar way, David ends his psalm by acknowledging that although he is going to and has seen many troubles in his life, despite all of that, he can say, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I am confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. And no matter what life throws at us, he will be there with us, carrying us if necessary. And we can rely on him to be our helper and our friend and to deliver us safely onto the other shore and strengthen us through our experiences of life. Are you able to say this morning with Paul, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord, or with David, I am still confident of this, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Whatever circumstances you may be in at the present time, I hope you are. But if you're not, you just need to turn to the Lord and ask his help and guidance. And he will welcome you with open arms and love and comfort you unconditionally. He's there waiting much as the father of the prodigal son was waiting, and he's not going to go until you run into his arms, and he'll be there waiting to embrace you unconditionally and to pour out his love and mercy and grace upon you. Amen. We've got about 10 minutes or so now. If anyone has got a testimony that they feel they want to bring, Uh, now is the time to do it. If that's you and you feel God's wanting you to share and bless us with your testimony, I can see one hand already, then please come and do that now. Yvette.
1: I want to say thank you very much for your support, your prayer for me during the time we was in Chile. It was a very good time and uh, we really enjoyed the time, but at the end of our journey, I want to share this big testimony. and uh, we was invited to to go to some place to just uh, it's like a, a lot of games and we go with the children. And it was a family I know from long time, and her uh, the the sister of my friend. She invited his friend and his, i don 't know he was not Christian and but he was his uh, boyfriend for this girl and At the end of our journey the our day, uh, we went back to to home and we used to start to talk in the in the bus and I, I talked to him as a Christian, I think he was Christian, and we started to talk 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 and in so when I asked him, Are you Christian? He said not. I say, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he said no, I don't want to know God because I'm I'm angry with him. He does something bad to me and I start to say I say, Wow, God, this is a good opportunity. And I start to talk to him about my experience and about my testimony. At the end of our journey, he asked me. What I need to do to receive Jesus in my heart? I said, yes. But this was a lot of noise in the bus. I said, let's uh, arrive to home, and we, we can talk. And I said, oh, I want to arrive very fast so he can continue with this uh, in his heart. And we arrived home, and I said, we can sit down, we can talk. And I start to talk and invited him. And he said, could you help me? Because I don't know what I and we prayed together, and it was wonderful. He is only 16 years old, and I say, "Wow, God, this is precious." This was for me like uh, with all the journey, the what we said, the cherry of the cream, like the top of the something so special. <coughs> and I talked to the family, take care for him and. Uh, the mom of my friend, she was so happy because they are Christian, but she was afraid because he was not Christian. But now he said, I understand now, and I want to continue to know more God. And uh, this was really wonderful time. It was holiday, but we do a lot of ministry as well in, in Chile. And thank you for all of your prayer, and thank you for you was part of our, uh, this uh, summer holiday. Thank
0: you. Okay, God doesn't have holidays. So, whoa, more, John.
2: I uh, had a spell of passing out The first time it happened, this is when I started off treatment, I became giddy near the hospital. I sat on a wall and near the crossroads up to the hospital and a car passed with a more elderly lady than I am elderly and a younger man. And I chose a bad wall because I passed out, went back, and the back of my head on the concrete and all that. In that instance, I dreamt I'd had a consultation with the professor, but I couldn't understand why there was a tree in the consultation room. And the next thing I knew was a pair of strong hands lifting me back over the wall to sit on it because that had been my intention I saw the beauty of the Lord in this young man driver and he cared for me other people came around no one in that road usually and Alma had a phone call she was in the library because my phone in my pocket and all that Uh, and this lady had fetched a chair from Her garden and all this. I passed out or nearly passed out several more times. Uh, The A&E people when they were dealing with me and x-rays, CT scan, all this sort of stuff, um, said if this happens again lie down. It doesn't matter if you're in the aisle in Sainsbury's or wherever. The next time it happened, I got to lie down quick enough on um, Brighton Road at Belmont, near a bus stop where uh, most of the time no one there. And traffic was going by, and I was lying comfortably on the pavement, recovery position and all that sort of stuff. And then I was sort of aware of things, and I saw a big lorry turn around holding the traffic up. And these two blokes came to me, wanted to do things, and I said, no, I'm recovering, and this is the way to do it. Another time, I came giddy, lay down in a corner of a quiet road, people came along. I saw the beauty of God in all these people.
0: Amazing. Thank you. <clears throat> <clears throat> Yon Chu, you wanted to share...
3: Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for all your prayer uh, for my father and also on my journey. And I think without God's grace and provisions, I couldn't do all this and I couldn't go to my father. And so I asked you for the two prayers for the my father's recovery and also the reconciliation between my brother and sisters. And actually, yeah, uh, I didn't know God's plan that he uh, he will be with the Lord very soon, but anyway. Um, so he, uh, the God in me became a hope in his last period of his life, and even though uh, it was difficult and hard time to uh, yeah to look uh, my father's pain and um, his passing away, but uh, it was really gracious time that God allowed me to have this special time being with him and then having special memory before he passing away. So I really felt the grace upon all the times of my be with, uh, being with my, my father. And I just felt the prayers of the, my fellow believers and from my church. and And also the one thing that I really thank you, God, for that is my my siblings reconciliation, and it's it's not actually I forgive you and uh, and things like that, but the the day the day my father passing away, we could all get together, and there are a lot of conflict in between before my my father's uh, my father passed away. So I need to be. Uh, a mediator between them and doing a lot of prayers and yeah communication between them and it was very difficult and I really praying that funeral, Lord God please protect the funeral became a gracious and uh, peaceful time, not the arguing place, and that was my prayer. But the the day that my father passed away, we all get together, and then God's love and miraculous god 's power really came upon us. we no one really say anything to uh, any anybody about uh, uh, any bad things and we all really sing worship song for my dad, and we pray together for my dad, and we share the good memories we had with with our dad, each other, and it was really comforting atmosphere, and my father's face was very painful for whole week, uh, but he, his face became really peaceful, and he couldn't speak on the day he passed away, but uh, uh, we could see he could hear, but uh, he, his fa- face became really peaceful while he is hearing all those loving sounds of our brothers and sisters and the funeral went really smoothly and everything uh, passing really smooth and then we were in the very warm atmosphere to care for each other and and the, the last day of the funeral we all agreed to restart our relationship and it's the conflict became uh, been about about maybe about more than 10 years so it was really have a deep root and then it looks really difficult it looks impossible to be solved in our relationship but i really felt it was god that who who are be, uh, making us to be able to restart our relationship and he he certainly used me and then uh, our fellow uh yeah christians uh, prayers and brothers our godly pr- uh, brothers and sisters prayer he used it and so i shared it to my brothers and sisters they all agreed and uh, i'm really thank you god for this miraculous uh, relationship we we had as a gift after my father's passing away so i'm really thank you god for that and thank you for all your prayer and prayer really uh yeah, heard yeah thank you
0: Okay, thanks, Sun-Chu. I could just go to show uh, the practicality of this psalm as well and the inspiration it is for us even now, 2,000 years later. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple I think we've heard from the testimony that has been given this morning God's still in his temple God's still there if we want to approach him and to uh, ask him for things and he will answer as I said, not always in the way that we want him to not always the way that we would like but it will be in his way in his time and it will be the best way And the best time because God doesn't make mistakes. Thank you. Amen.